Just let me know when you're ready. I'll give a few seconds, dead air, and I'll jump in. Yeah, that's fine. Go. You said go. I know, you're just squeaking out. Either you're going to just... Well, when I said go, I meant go. I know, Ricky was moving on the sofa. I didn't know if he wanted to get comfortable first. Is is everybody comfortable? I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) But we'll go into that later on. (laughs) Everyone comfortable? Oh, my God. Everyone sitting comfortably? (laughs) Okay, ready? Hello, welcome to the Justice League podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Kieran. And last time we recorded our podcast, I wasn't a legal age to drink. But now I am. And he's uh, enjoying a glass of vodka and lemonade, which I'm also enjoying. Not the same glass, of course, because that'd be gross. I'm Tranta, and you know what I love more than pizza? More pizza. And I'm Ricky, and when I was a child, I was terrified of Dire Straits' song, Money for Nothing. <laughs> Not any particular reason, right? Just just terrified of it. So, I, Yeah, that's, that's no going to need explaining, Ricky. <laughs> so... Conveniently, the, uh, <laughs> it's like we had it planned. <laughs> so there's no clear explanation, but we think, like from what my mother have said, this is from like when I was like three year old. It was because that video, which had the really early CGI uh, graphics of the two mover men, and even though it could just be the song, it could just be the song. It, no, it would like even just the song came on and. I would shake with terror. <laughs> it really scared me that much. My auntie put it on one time and I was shaking in terror and she went, Oh, look at Ricky, he's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother was like, No, switch it off, switch it off. <laughs> so that's my little weird fact. I like the song these days though. I was going to ask you how do you fare these days. I uh, I remember that reminded me of a story. You know those reddits, those like subreddits and confessions and stuff. It reminded me of the story of um, this kid uh, had a baby brother and he dropped him down the stairs and broke both his collarbones. Horrible story. <laughs> but but he wouldn't. That's the end of the story. No, he wouldn't. The end. He didn't tell. He didn't tell his parents because he thought that's the end of my life. And the parents were wondering why every time they tried to get the baby to lift their arms, his arms. The baby would cry, and they thought it was just a funny thing that the baby didn't like lifting his arms. <laughs> and it was <laughs> that always, that always stick with me. So money for nothing, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I want my, I want my. Yeah. Ricky's just just acting out the uh, the shaking as a baby. Yeah. Ca- so ca- please carry on, Ricky. I am not actually familiar with the song. No, sing it, I'm sing not going to that. My brother was weird like that. What do, you, do you remember? There was, uh, you know, like uh, just before um, school kids programs and stuff. There was always like that, that kind of cheap ass TV show, uh, game show thing. And when my brother was a baby, he could be in a completely different room. And there was a show called Chain Letters that would come on. And he'd wake up like, boop, wake up. And he'd know. And he'd, you'd have to put him in front of it because he'd cry. He was too, he was like four months old or something. And he'd have to be watching this show that he barely understood. Otherwise, he'd cry. So... When I was younger, I remember they had to record all adverts, and they used to sit me in front of the TV <laughs> to watch adverts. <laughs> he was a consumer of very early age. Yeah, well, and the VHS, four-hour VHS, on long play, so eight hours of just adverts. So either he understood consumerism really well, or he had a really short attention span. Well, that's the thing, I lost baby. <laughs> I, I have a weird enjoyment of watching those infomercials <laughs> about like those exercise tapes and tools and stuff for, like three in the morning when I can't sleep. Oh wow! And you get all of this for nineteen ninety nine. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> but 
am. I wonder what it gone. is. We'll even throw in a shamwow. <laughs> and you get all that juice from one bag of oranges? <laughs> I used to like that one. Uh, like, uh, isn't that how coronavirus started? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, there was that guy. I can't remember the guy. He slapped the, uh, slapped the tape. Oh, the slap chop. No, not slap chop. Slap chop is actually kind of cool because you're like, hit it again, hit it again. That's really cool. <laughs> Um, I've got one of those in my uh, cupboard somewhere. I don't know how I got it. <laughs> it's like I think they just breed and just appear in people's houses. No, like there's one that I always had to watch, and it was um, some guy would stab a hole in a big tank of water as you oh, would. Oh, flexi tape. That's <laughs> it, flexi tape. And you go like That's that. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. We've just become an infomercial. People are buying all of this stuff. I want one of those pens that can stab through cans for no reason. <laughs> yes, I always wanted that pen as a kid. I always wanted that pen. And my mum would just get me really cool multi-tools instead. Like, great, another saw. I can't play darts with this saw. <laughs> it doesn't fly straight. I tried. <laughs> Hit the cat again. <laughs> I got one of those fancy cats now with no tails. <laughs> oh, that went in a weird tangent. <laughs> it did. That kind, of, that kind of got away from us. Like a lot of things. Um. Anyway, welcome to episode two. We're off to a running start. So uh, I feel young though because I'm actually only in the second. In February, yes. I think it was. Uh, it might have been January. January or February. Whatever. Or March. We, no. Um, we. Uh, no. Me and Adam decided to get a skateboard. Yeah. To. To s- consolidate our relationship, because you know most most couples in their middle ages buy houses, but we got a skateboard instead. What I like about this is that it wasn't one of you decided to get a skateboard and the other one decided to get a skateboard. You both collectively decided to, I guess, joint own a skateboard? Yeah, yeah. Like, cool. Do you know how that meat works? <laughs> I paid. It lived in my boot for Adam Roddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bit more explanation is that you, you, you started this with... Uh, what was the goal? The goal was to kickflip nope by the end of no, the year I'll leave. no i'll leave just stand on the board i'll <laughs> okay. leave by the end of the year so we did get started going well yeah at, at the start in the middle uh, of the night in february yeah, so we, in the we rain found a couple of empty car parts uh, under the cover of darkness yeah yes. so that people wouldn't see two mid 30 year old guys uh fall over around and fall over it, it really hurt the first time i fell it really hurts every fell. single time I've fallen <laughs> since as well. Yeah. Um, so we sometimes we were going they just quite stand well on the board at first, hurts. and then um, as we uh, started to find our groove, everything locked down. So we. So I do the, remember that day. It was quite upsetting. It was like, let's do it some more, and then Ricky was like, "Yeah, we shouldn't really, because we're gonna get in trouble." And I was like, "Yeah." So the skateboard lived in my boot. For, well, it didn't live in my boot for, at first. It lived in my house, where I thought it would be a good idea to. You know, practice in my bedroom. Um, I wasn't doing any like riding or trying to ollie or anything. I was just looking at it, <laughs> standing on it. <laughs> and then when I was standing on it, I thought, right, can I balance if I put the tail down and the nose up? Yeah, got that. So and then I start try, trying to do a manual. Yeah, kind of. Kieran, a manual is when you balance on the back or front two wheels. <laughs> I know but... what a manual is. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then, because I start, I could balance quite well. I started <laughs> turning, uh, so I was swinging my ball like around his head. One eighty. So <laughs> yeah. So you were like pivoting on the spot. 
Yeah, pivoting on the spot. And then all of a sudden, as I was pivoting back, my bedroom wasn't big enough. And Did that we suddenly were... happen? Your bedroom became not big enough <laughs> yeah, suddenly? It Hang on a minute. And it threw a bag at me. <laughs> no, a carrier bag I had on the floor. Crept up and attacked Got caught in the wheel. So <laughs> I was trying to pivot so back to my starting position. And it didn't come the way it was supposed to. And I fell on the bag or the bed. skateboard? The skateboard. Oh. <laughs> the story's very confusing. Where was the carrier bag? Uh, and the idea was to be next to my bed so that if I fell, I could grab could onto something. And instead, I fell right on the corner of the leg and kind of pushed it at an awkward angle and pushed some of the dowel joints out. You got dowels so, in your leg. Uh, I had to then embarrassedly fix my bed and <laughs> work out whether or not it was going to hold my weight. <laughs> it would be great if you went to the B&Q and went I gotta buy some towels because I broke my bed not because of sex because of skateboarding <laughs> title of the episode yeah <laughs> so I I find that the, the whole idea super interesting it's super interesting to me because I used to skateboard like a lot so for me it was just skateboarding and comics but you guys I, I think you did a little bit didn't you Adam no no, no like I- nothing nothing as a kid i rollerbladed a little bit and i used to cycle a lot but um literally me and ricky have started from the same thing it's just so you guys so you guys have like zero experience and was just like <laughs> yeah we should uh, we should start skateboarding when you say it like that it sounds silly well no, yeah i'm just trying to clarify um when we think about it it sounds silly <laughs> yeah it was um ricky uh was saying that, that it was ted talks and stuff like that and rodney obviously we we were immersed in skateboarding i mean it's our it's our you know it's it's our generation skateboarding all the extreme sports and stuff it was just one of those things it just it was just it's in our dna obviously we played the video games you know bought the merchandise Both but, yeah but never actually did any skateboarding no, no so it always just skateboard a, so disgraceful. like when <laughs> I, I rollerbladed a bit I was just um, too busy getting beaten up by my friends. So like, you know, there's no explanation. Like one of that. my friends then moved from like, oh well, they had remember rollerballs. Those things you tied around your ankle and you just jumped around. <laughs> no, they were like they were weird cross between blades and quad skates. Oh yeah. And that they had a yeah. big round ball on the front and on the toe and the heel, but it wasn't like when I first got told about it. I I imagined like the old type of. Uh, mouse ball yeah. that it would be in the shoe like that but no it's just no direction no control at all just, just <laughs> dancing like you're on ice yeah and then me, guys. Good to it, and then you somehow make them work but no it was basically just a big round tennis ball sized wheel kind of thing yeah. and then after that he got a snake board and i could never get it to move nice snake boards were cool were you yeah. just asking it to move or were you actually standing on it? <laughs> oh, I was standing on it's it. It's a snake uh, on a board. Uh, standing on it and could never get the hip swivel to go. So so I stuck with blades. And But it was always one of those things where I, I'd always wanted to be able to skateboard. Yeah, yeah, same here. And I got to 36 and went, you know what? I'm going to learn to skateboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm much the same really. So when, when did you say you started March? Uh, no, it was around January time, oh, okay. but it was like it was once every now and then. I think it was about near the end of lockdown. I think it was. was it, I think last Sunday was probably about. Yeah, I think last Sunday was probably our four, our fifth or sixth time on a board. Yeah, but I get, I get because really... you know we started in the middle of a Welsh winter. Yeah, which means that we'd cold plan to rain. go out, and then it'd be cold and rainy. Or cold or rainy. Yeah, cold wasn't too bad though. It was just. No. 
this if Christmas. it was cold and rainy, then you'd have to call off. <laughs> yeah, I when uh, Ricky mentioned, so you'd be watching things like I think it was the TED Talk with Rodney Mullen. Yep. Kieran Rodney Mullen is like the Godfather of skateboarding. Tony Hawk is the name that everyone remembers, but Rodney Mullen. I'm looking at him really condescendingly now for everyone listening. Uh, Rodney Mullen is the man that basically Does invented Adam the other. Any other luck? Yeah. No. Obviously. Kieran, Kieran Rodney Mullen pretty much invented. Uh, modern street skating. Yes, Kieran. He invented the ollie. He was trying to work. He invented the ollie. ollie. He invented the kick flip, the heel flip, the three sixty flip, the impossible. The Casper slide. Casper slide. That's a bit more advanced, but yeah. We'll probably name some of these, and somebody else is listening. Some just happened. Somebody else listening and go. Actually, nope. He didn't invent that. That's probably said flatland ollie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't invent the he didn't invent the pool ollie because that was somebody else, and he actually admits that he said that he'd seen other people do stuff. Uh, but yeah, we'd um, Ricky mentioned this, and we were like, "Are we too old to do this?" Because this, we joke about it being a midlife crisis, but it's just something we're just going against the curve that we realised we were kind of late for the party. But you can't be too late unless you know, unless you're eight hundred years old and you just literally can't stand up yeah. anymore. Then can you can you still see if you can skateboard? The answer is no, because it really really hurts. I keep joking. The two things that are problematic with being 35 and skateboarding is you're skateboarding at 35, you know, and that hurts a lot. But to be fair, like, well, my nephew Josh has joined us as well. And I think the little bit of rivalry between him and Adam has seen them both excel much I further than me. I don't think it's rivalry. I'm, <laughs> I'm amazing. You know, I genuinely um, so stoked. Every time Josh, he's trying to do um, shove it. a shove it. Kieran, a shove it is when you drag your foot across <laughs> the, the tail of the board while it's horizontal. Okay, so I think that's getting a bit far now. No, it's not. <laughs> Going too far, Kieran. Is, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Josh was trying to do a shove it. They've both been trying to do an ollie. It's, it's cool watching somebody um, progress. I've like got like well. a hundred videos of Josh almost, almost landing doing it. A shove he's it he's doing it rolling in as well, which is great. You know, he's we found a little um, a little incline. And I can I can bet I can get it right I get the logic behind it, but I can just get my back foot on uh, on the board. But he's doing it while he's rolling, which is fantastic, you know. And you can see the first. I mean, he was burning. The kid's red a redhead, and he was catching fire on Sunday. Not literally, almost though. <laughs> so like yeah, there's me then, just about being able to push. Uh, you push were off on, right near the end of the day. You were doing really well. Uh, push off on the board and stuff like that. Um, and then there's Adam who. He, he tried an ollie for ages, hurt his leg, and then went, I'm done. And then went, pass me your boards a minute, and jumps on a stack of three boards. <laughs> I've got a video that, of that. That, that wasn't share. that bad, though. That wasn't, that wasn't crazy. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. Uh, when when Ricky suggested it, I was like, yeah, let's just let's do it. You know, it's something to keep us active. Because our jobs mean we sit down a lot. All the other things we do outside, like, uh, sorry, out, out of work, like podcasting, mean we sit down a lot. Let's do something active. And I have to understand how something works. I like I learned to knit because I couldn't understand the black magic that was knitting. <laughs> I, I I was using I got Veronica a sewing machine for Christmas so I could understand how sewing machines worked. Wow! Did you know? she did she like that present? <laughs> in his bedroom. No, yeah, no, she she took the she took that home. No, um, so I wouldn't use it. <laughs> no, I like I sometimes I get in my head. I need to understand how something works. Uh, like I got obsessed with geology once because I wanted to understand how you get different types of sand. So I started reading up on geology. 
So yeah, skateboarding, I wanted to understand how an ollie works and how a shove it works and how things like that work, you know. So that's that's what I get in. I don't care about uh I'm not trying to beat anybody or anything like that except for myself, I guess. I'm just And Josh trying to you, see how you, it works. You're trying to beat yourself. Yeah. Off. And Josh. No, I'm not trying to beat Josh. No, I I'll encourage Josh to the end of it. Yeah. You can, you can be encouraging but still want to beat someone. No, I, I, I don't see that. I genuinely don't think you know that that's the ki- uh, thing. There's no, there's no race to it because me and Ricky started <laughs> I was different. Literally, just about to mention that they had three races. Yeah. <laughs> but you joined in that one as well. There's, there's no race to this, Ricky, apart from obviously the races. That, no, that you had. somebody said that we were going to do a race, and I was like, yeah, okay, then let's see how fast I can go. That's when I started hurting my ankle. <laughs> So no, I there's no there's no uh, there's no uh, competition at all. Do you it's... have any um, skateboarding experience, Keith? Uh, when I was five or six, I tried to do something in the back garden and fractured my nose. Have you been next? To was it skateboarding since? or did you just were you just in the back garden? <laughs> I, well, so what happened was I was going down the uh, our garden's path on the skateboard. I kind of pushed it underneath the bench, jumped over the bench to land on the skateboard. Yeah, classic. And as I landed yeah. on the skateboard, it went from under me, and I went face first into the concrete. Nice. Also classic. That's... Yeah. So on <laughs> Sunday, looked like an owl. <laughs> on Sunday, uh, me and Kier, as I mean, Josh and Ricky were in the back in Ricky's back garden, uh, Ricky's parents' back garden, and they've got some little kids as neighbours, and they were just going, "Look at that man! He's on the, he's he's going to do a trick. He's on a skateboard." And he was, they were saying things. And I turned around and went, "I'm I'm not very good. Don't don't watch me." And things like that, and they were like, "He's he's gonna jump the skateboard up in the air." I'm not. I'm really not. I'm gonna try, but I'm not. And they were just whispering every he, every. He has thing. managed a couple of sketchy ollies, but I'm not. have only come up like a couple of inches. Yeah, but I'm not pleased until I get like the perfect ollie. Everyone's like, "Oh no, you did really well." No, it doesn't matter. It's not what I want. It's not what's in my head. Have you have you two got any uh, skateboarding injuries yet? Like, do oh, we yeah, do we need to start comparing skateboarding injuries? I got loads. Oh, no, not for me yet. But it's old age, mostly. Yeah, it was just like, I fell on my first time, and I fell hard on my back. Fortunately, he was wearing a big coat because it was February. Yeah, it was wearing a park. Yeah. (laughs) I think it would be a lot worse if if it would have been t-shirt weather. And I just went down hard, and I couldn't get up, and I was laying on the cold, wet floor for about five minutes because... Like my bum hurt. But he did say, "Quick, take a picture of me." <laughs> Which it was dark, and I didn't know flash. And, uh, um, like flash, my phone didn't work. Yeah, that was after I caught my breath, because it just drove the wind out of me. My bum hurt, and my arms hurt from where I kind of tried to stop myself. And it was like, oh my god, if this is what it's like, I think I might give up now. I've done that a couple of times since. Like not that <laughs> I've fallen forwards usually, landed on my hands. We were up uh, near where Josh lives and uh, literally stood on the board and it went from underneath me and the ground we were standing on seemed quite smooth but I just put my palms down as you do on the bumpiest rockiest part of the floor and just it almost broke the skin straight away and I was like ow I was like I need my hands I mean yeah that's that sounds but, bad uh, I once sprained both of my ankles in one go <laughs> and then had to Sunday. walk half a mile to the bus <laughs> Sunday I uh I uh, I don't know what I did. I I don't think I did anything actually. I think I was just um I think I ollie I tried to ollie. I landed on the tail of the board, and uh, instead of just going back because I I got the balance to go back on the board, I just kind of leaned outwards, leaned backwards, fell, and kind of rolled onto my arse bone, 
um, like just just onto my hip on my right hip. Yeah, I prefer arsebone. Yeah, I know it's hip sounds lame. It sounds like, but so I landed on my hip, and uh, it didn't do that. It didn't hurt that much, but basically pushed the hip into the meat of my well my butt, and it just hurt. I like just caught a nerve straight away. For the rest of the day, I was like that tingles. We've started a, uh, a skateboarding chat with me, Adam, and Josh, and then on Monday morning. After skateboarding for like three hours, I put up, oh, I'm aching this morning. And Adam went, I feel dead. My arms, everything hurts. Honestly. And Josh, being an 18-year-old, just put up, I'm fine. I feel fresh. And it's like, you (laughs) bastard. The the thing that hurts the most, my hips hurt really badly. This is such an old man thing to admit. My hips hurt really badly. But the thing I didn't expect to hurt the most, but it does, is my right ankle. That's That's my kicking leg. That's my... Uh, the you know the back foot and so like on Sunday there was a point where it just started burning like an old man my ankle started burning like an old man I was like I didn't have the strength in my ankles to kick anymore and I was like I, I've reached my limit <laughs> kind of upsetting really but you know <laughs> so I need a couple of days before I do anything more I think yeah I was just surprised of how just kicking around was like exhausting exhausting but you, that's the thing you people forget that's that's why I thought skateboarding would be cool because it's good exercise you know you you it's core exercises and it's you know your knees and your ankles as well you kind of tense everything but uh i find it exciting though i mean you can vouch for it trying to you know that when you're just kicking off on a board and you're just flying down something nice and smooth and flat there's just nothing like it i mean when you're on a bike it's pretty cool but it's something there's something different when you're on a board but when you're on a bike you've got brakes (laughs) yeah yeah but you know you may go faster back where uh, i grew up at my mum's the town about six miles away has the skate park and one time we decided to walk over the top of the hills. It's like it's a nice walk, but when once you get to the top, it's like two miles of just smooth downhill. And for me, that's that's why I was like, yeah, we should walk. It was nice. It's super nice. And you go like super fast. You got the wind blowing through your hair, Adam. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like to comment about my baldness. <laughs> no, you talk about your beard. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I yeah, I'm su- I'm super interested in you guys' progress. Uh, you sent me a couple of videos, but you're gonna you're gonna keep updating on this, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be a regular podcast thing, I think. I recommend skateboarding to anybody who's able to do it. Basically, it's just uh, I did tell my friend Jamie this, and he was like, "Nice, he's uh, in a wheelchair," and he thought he didn't think he would just crack the joke instantly because he makes jokes about that kind of thing all the time. He's a comedian. As he's well. a comedian. I'm not just making fun of people in wheelchairs. Sorry, I should have said in context. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he constantly ribs anybody who mentions anything about uh, being you know active, active, even though he's very active himself actually. <laughs> so I said, "Oh yeah, I've been skateboarding recently." He went, "Thanks, thanks." <laughs> but he knows I won't rise to it because he knows I know his sense of humor. I'm like, "Shut up, Jamie. Whatever." Uh, I would recommend it as well. It's just I'll really check cool. some. I'll check some videos and photos up onto onto our Facebook and and our social medias. Sweet. So I'm looking forward to you guys keeping me updated because like I say I find this super interesting so next time you're over you could come out skating with us absolutely you can you guys can just keep me updated and then I can like be judgy (laughs) (laughs) well when I used to skateboard (laughs) well if you really put some more pressure on your back foot you're gonna get a much bigger pop yes (laughs) all right sweet so you keep me updated and we'll keep the uh, Facebook and whatever updated yeah, we'll keep everyone updated with our horrendous injuries. Old man injuries, mostly. <laughs> yeah. 
when uh, Adam won't be able to appear because I'm in a cast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm at a skateboard here, but his ankles are hurting too much. <laughs> okay, so let's put a pin in skateboard talk right now, and we've got a couple of questions. All right, first question. Boom. Which is uh, from Sam, sorry. Hello, Sam. Which is your favorite Tony Hawk game, and why is it Tony Hawk's 2? <laughs> because it's Tony Hawk's 2. Yeah, soundtrack. How many, how many of the Tony Hawk's games have you all played? Because I played played pretty much all of them, I think. I didn't do the one with the, the skateboard. I like how you did uh, fingers, though. Yeah. <laughs> Ride, isn't it? Ride. Yeah, didn't do Downhill Jam either. So I, I think don't think I played... anybody did, but the sales way... Uh, I played right the way through to Thug 2, maybe? I, I know I played American Wasteland as well. Mm. I played um, a lot of American Wasteland, mainly because Veronica was really into it as, as a kid. Number two is my favourite, probably. I really mm. like number one as well. Yeah. I played... I mean, I, I, I played most of them, but obviously, yeah, Tony Hawk's 2 is, like, the best. I think I jumped in at Tony Hawk's 2, and then I went yeah, back to Tony Hawk's 1. So I don't... Obviously, I don't feel Tony Hawk's 1 was as good, because, like, I'm stepping back in the series, so... You know, there's things that you can't do that you can in number two, so it just felt a bit less empty. But I liked, you know, all the extra levels that I'd never played. Yeah, I, I did jump on, on the first one, and what they did well in the first one, they just improved upon and added the bits to the second one. Yeah. Like, I do think Hanger is more iconic in my mind. Uh, not Hanger. School Warehouse is more, more iconic as a start level than Hanger for me. Yeah. But I hate School 1. And love school too. Yeah, yeah. And what I like about school too is you think you know that you even, but it's such an easy game layout. You know, uh, you know, there's like the collect, the obvious collectibles, the obvious jumps, and things like that. Then you realize there are hidden areas. Then you realize there are extra hidden areas. And the cool thing about school too is uh, that that's the best. That's the best level for that. You know, it's like realizing that you can get to where you can get. Either if you've got the skill to do it, or you've bumped up your stats to allow you to make up for the lack in skill. You know, like, like like getting into uh, the getting into the pool. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which I didn't realize you had to do before a certain time in the game. You need know, to hit certain things before a certain. You gotta time. grind before like the first. Uh, when but the first battle goes. Uh, before the second one. Yeah, and I never. I you think know, I only. You always do it <laughs> randomly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just done that randomly. You'll get but, to it in uh, Tony Hawk. Um, the. The jump, you know, uh, the one where you've got a quarter pipe and then you've got to go down. In the quad. Uh, yeah, yeah. And go down, hit the planks to get the planter to get you up, and then. And you're gonna land on the, the flags. On the, yeah. And oh then my get, god. Get the secret tape into that little hidden area. So much time just trying to get that yeah. to get into that hidden area. It's still. I've got it on PlayStation. I still do it now. Yeah, I've still got <laughs> on PlayStation Two. Uh, sorry, PlayStation One. Um, and I played on the PlayStation Three actually. But it, it still just works. There are some games that just still work. I mean, I like the look of the new one. And I like, as you were saying, I know they've uh, updated some of the levels. Like, um, the mall is now abandoned. I really love how the mall is now abandoned. And yeah. Because it it's, it's a good comment on things. But I, I, it's funny. I, was, I don't know if I was saying to Kieran, but I was saying to Ricky a few times. It's one of those games that I was speaking to Simon in the comic shop as well. Uh, there are certain things you do in games better when you're listening to the right music. And the thing about Tony Hawk's is it had like a really good soundtrack. And I'd always ace the, the competitions if I was listening to things like uh, Blood Brothers by uh, Papa Roach or Power Man 5000 or Bad Religion or Millen Colin or obviously Anthrax and Public Enemies uh, Bring Rage. the Noise. 
Rage Rage Against Machine, uh, even if it's got a sense of swear words, you know, you still do really well playing. I know. I, I didn't realize like how much Tony Hawk games affected influenced music my music yeah, yeah, choice. Uh, yeah. I got I picked up Papa Roach's uh, Infest album because of because uh, Tony Hawk's two. I guess we'd all agree in on Tony Hawk's two, apart from Kieran. I I like Tony Hawk two. I remember playing it on my stepfather's PlayStation because it was like one of the only games he'd allow any of us to play. <laughs> so fond and, memories. And I quite enjoy American Wasteland mainly because after you've completed the skate park, it's yeah. just bonkers. What console did you play it on? Because I played it on PS two. Uh, PS two. I didn't know if there was another version because I the only thing I liked about that I didn't like about that was the fact that the maps were connected but it took you ages and so you're always no loading screens except yeah. it was a massive yeah. loading screen but no I, I like I like American Wasteland because it took that thug thing to the nth degree it was a bit ridiculous but you could demolish things and open up a whole new area I remember Veronica was little and uh, she just randomly ground a bunch of rails then in on the uh, pier and then sent a, I think a Ferris wheel into the ocean and then you realise there's an oil rig out yep. in the middle of nowhere and I was like, what? How do you get that? Don't do that. You're a child. You don't know how to do that. I'm supposed to do that for you. But um, no, we're American Wasteland. I think they're all great. They've all they always improved upon each other. Tony Hawk's No. <laughs> I enjoy playing Tony Hawk's 5. Tony Hawk's 5. Because I could beat Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant There's a big DLC, unfortunately. But I, I like the fact they've gone back to uh, to what people like. Though I know other games have come out since. Yeah, so that's great. Good. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Especially if you played it when you were younger. I think a lot of it is going to be the retro factor. Oh, but yeah. It, it's a really well done uh, rework. I think it's clever though, because I'm saying that. I mean, it is an, it is appeal to us as as much as new people, because when remasters come out, sometimes it is just to only <coughs> basically catch the old fans. Like I I've been playing the uh, HD version of Resident Evil Four on Switch. Nobody needs to play Resident Evil Four because they've got the newer games that have come out. But you can play the classic one on its own and it's still just good it's just nice to see it uh, remastered when you played it on a different console you know but I think the new Tony Hawks are to capture new and old fans I think that's why they've added younger skaters yeah and, and updated some of the stuff to make it a little bit more um, up to date really I think yeah, yes. so I think that's that uh, question answer. Yeah, that's the end of the skateboarding sound. conversation now now hopefully. we can put a pin in skateboarding so, uh, to wrap it all up what's the soundtrack like on the remastered it is um, most of the original two games soundtrack. They have lost some of the tracks and they've added a few of the other tracks. I didn't ask before. Is Anthrax Public Enemy still on there? Yeah. Sweet. Sold. I'll pick it up tomorrow. Yeah, there's a couple that they've added. I didn't really notice them as much, but I did notice not like when Rage Against the Machine or Power Man 5000 came on as I'm in the middle of a level and it's like, oh! But, I'm going to yeah. do better now. I'm going to do better. Yeah. <laughs> it, most of it is there. There are a few missing. Mm. But still, great soundtrack. So it, there you go, Sam. We all agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it is definitely Tony Hawk too. Um, okay, moving on to uh, Tom Goosey's um, question then. Uh, have you seen Kieran's tattoo? It's awesome. What tattoo would yes. you each have first slash next? So I don't have any tattoos. Just loads uh, of bruises that look like tattoos. I, you don't have any either, do you, Mark? No. You were looking at my arm when you said that. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Should we let Adam and Kieran... No, no, no. We'll talk about it. I was, what, what tattoo would you have? Because I was talking about uh, about this to Kieran's mum. If I had money, Wait, I'd what? said... Yeah. 
Tina, would you have your face My tattooed? My mother is Kieran's grandmother. Kieran's grandmother, even. I wasn't speaking to <laughs> I was speaking to Ricky's uh, mum, Tina. I was going to say Ricky's grandmother, but <laughs> I said once that if I had a lot of money, I asked Ricky, would he allow me to pay for a tattoo for him, like a big old Marvel splash? And he went, no. And I was like, that kind of hurt my feelings, actually. I thought you were cool like me, but, you know. So if you what had you way more money, you would pay for Ricky to have a tattoo. Yes. Ricky, do you even want a tattoo? Is this just something that Adam's now trying to force on you? Yes. Adam trying to force on me. So he was like, if I won the lottery and paid for you to have a whole, a massive back piece as your first tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> the way I, the way you phrase that sounds really mean. Like, it's not about camaraderie. It's about making you bleed. <laughs> I tried to uh, to get John. You know, You know my friend John. I tried to get him to put one of my drawings in in his uh, sleeve, right? So he started doing, he started having a sleeve. He's got this like Buddha and then a bunch of these flowers. I don't know what they mean, but I'm sure they have a meaning. <laughs> and I was like, oh, John, wouldn't it be cool if you put this uh, ABC robot that I that I drew, if you put that, like his head popping up from behind the flowers or something? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. I was like, no, 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 definitely. You should, you should. He's like, ah, oh, mm, maybe. I was like, no, come on, John. It'll be great. You can make it like my birthday present for <laughs> the rest of my life. And he's like, yeah, I'll think about it. He didn't. No. <laughs> but like, he he also didn't get any more done. So he's got like parts. It's because you're harassing him anymore. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's got like parts of his sleeve. And then I feel like I put him off finishing it. <laughs> I can't get any more done. He, I don't want my. I don't Mark want more done. Mark to see where the robot is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that happened. I'll I'll get into that in a minute. Um, what about you then, Ricky? What about? Oh, uh, the problem I've got is I'm too indecisive. No, you're and not. And the moment that <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Are uh, you? <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, I have thought about it a couple of times, like a small Spider-Man tattoo, or. At one point, probably because all my friends were having like Welsh tattoos um, <laughs> when they were, when we were all sixteen, but I decided against it then, and I'm glad that I didn't. Do Welsh that. tattoos, not Wales tattoos, right? So it's just something written in Welsh. What's no, it mean? I don't know. Like, you know, they didn't all have the same tattoo. It was it says like, Sclodion on there. <laughs> so one of them had a sperm whale. One of them had a killer whale. <laughs> yeah, one of this killer whale was. Uh, Shooting daffodils out of his blowhole. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> three feathers or dragons or a combination of both. And and like I look at them now and think, ooh, I glad I didn't do that. Yeah. So like, and that's always stuck with me. So I guess like I could have a Spider Man, but what if I what if I ever don't like Spider Man? That's not gonna happen, though, is it, Ricky? <laughs> that should know. be the thing that you should be the least indecisive of. What will happen though is you're probably going to a tattoo parlor and go. Can I have a Spider-Man? And then the guy will just tattoo a spider on your arm and you'll freak out for the rest of your life because you keep going, Ah! Ah! <laughs> so, yeah. I, I Get guess, that, everybody. I guess Adam's just talked talk me out of having a Spider-Man <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> See, I'm I'm the same as you, Ricky. Like I, like, I like the idea of having, you know, this cool piece of art, but I'm also too indecisive as well. I know it would be... I know it would be something comic related, but I just I just don't know what. Like pictures of stand-up comedians. Yeah. I wanted a picture of Jimmy Carr on my chest. But... <laughs> yeah, just just shrugging. Yeah. That is exactly what Adam yeah, just yeah. Done, not realizing <laughs> that you can't see him. No, no, I figured that actually might be that noise might actually kind of encapsulate what what I was thinking. Oh, 
a Jimmy Carr head on a seal to represent his laugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like I've I've thought about it a lot and I would probably have some kind of icon rather than, you know, like a big image, like comic image. It would be something like, you know, a Superman logo to represent my love of comics and... Hope. Yeah. One one thing that always sort of I like the idea of is an arc reactor tattoo. But I don't know if you I don't know if you guys know about this massive Austin Powers rug I've got on my chest <laughs> that you ju- you just wouldn't see it. So yeah, <laughs> it would look as if it's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, the first tattoo I had was on my daughter's first birthday, it's just uh, it's the tattoo I have on my left arm. It just says her nickname. And it's uh, it's a pretty shonky tattoo actually, but it's uh, it's just a heart with a I don't know, scroll around it saying Nonny, uh, her nickname. But um, it, there's this weird thing. It's like um, it's like a really cool scar because you know, it is a scar after all. It's just you know obviously ink buried underneath it. But there's something about it. It's like you look at it and it's it's yours. It's pigmentation in your skin. It's it's a weird thing. It's like I would say it's like skydiving or you know or, uh, something crazy like that. You have to do it. You have to have it done. I think you just need to jump in and just do it. But I've um, I've got. Apart from the Misfits tattoo, which is on my right arm, all my tattoos have been of my daughter's. So I got her name three times, different like a nickname and things like that. But then the other ones are the drawings that she made on my chest. You were saying about um, uh, Tranta, I'm pointing at Ricky for some reason. You're saying about slipping in images and you, you know, you're worried John might not have any more tattoos because of it. <laughs> when, uh, when Veronica was about three... I'd had uh, her name three times. I'd had Veronica split across my wrist. Just in case you forget. Just in case I forget, yeah. <laughs> and um, and I've got her name tattooed on my arm, and then I got her, I got Ronnie tattooed on my chest. And um, after, in, after Ronnie Corbett. Yeah, after Ronnie Corbett in green, because you know. And when she was small, I said because she used to draw me, and she used to color in my tattoos and stuff like that. And I said, if you draw me pictures, I'll have them drawn on my skin. And one day we were just taking a bus into town and she went, okay, uh, I'll draw you a picture of me and a monkey. And I don't know where these things are coming from. She's like three, so it just came from anywhere. Uh, and a monkey <coughs> and and a teacup and a traffic light and a fairy. And it was just, like, the tr- the bus ride was like 15 minutes long and it was just her just naming things. I was like, anything she saw at the window. She saw a cat. She saw a monkey she saw a monkey. No, no, it was just, she had a toy <laughs> monkey with her. But then she was making up stuff first of all. But then as she saw things... She got bored and she was naming things. And I was like, she'll forget these things anyway. And I said, it's okay, okay, cool. When we get back to the house, I'll give you pieces of paper. You just draw the things and I'll have them drawn on my skin. So she hadn't forgotten because kids don't forget things like that. You've asked them to do something. So she said, can I have the paper? And she was cutting out little squares of paper. Thank goodness, little squares of paper. And she's drawing the traffic light and the teacup and the monkey and the fairy and I forget what other there were other things as well and the junkie yeah and the junkie and the man with a needle in his arm I think there was actually a needle I think there was, I think there was an injection but I think that was because she had had shots at rabies but um, and the car thief there was a car and a bus oh as man well. if only that bus trip hadn't gone over town hill yeah <laughs> I know right if I'd gone down the mumbles there'd all been ocean views and and surfers and stuff. Seagulls um, and ice cream. She, and... she did a weird picture of herself with like, I don't know how many fingers. She's got six fingers on one hand or something. And I, so I took some of them to the tattoo parlor and had them tattooed to my chest. And I thought, she's going to forget. I picked the best one, the best ones that a three-year-old could draw. You know, I love her to bits, but 
<laughs> She's gotten better since. Uh, I love her to bits, but she is a shit drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a long time, no. Um, and so I came to pick her up the day after, like a few days after I'd had my tattoos, and I said, look at this. And I showed her the tattoos of my chest, and she laughed her head off. She thought it was hilarious. And then she went, but, but, much the Where's the traffic lights? Where's the traffic lights? Where's the, where's the, I've got a monkey tattooed on my chest, and a cat, and the cat looks like and, doing a And really where's good the pool. junkie, Dad? Yeah, where's the junk? where's the, ne- she genuinely said that, and she was really hurt I hadn't had them done. <laughs> and I didn't want to say, I'm not going to have a syringe tattooed in my chest. <laughs> I'm certainly going to have a bus out of no re- uh, for no reason attached to my chest or a teacup. So I went, oh, I'll have them done soon. It's nothing I've done done. <laughs> and what's the tattoo you're going to have next? Oh, uh... The, the junkie and the traffic light. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all seen Samurai Jack. No. No? Have you not? I know what it is. I've, I've seen some I episodes. I, yeah, I haven't, like, religiously watched it. But, yeah, anyway, carry on. So there's a great uh, episode of Samurai Jack is fighting an assassin in a windmill. And it's getting to dusk, so there's a lot of shadows and light. And the fight ends up with them as contrasting colours in the light. In the forest. In the black and the white. So Jack's running through the shadows, and you can only see him. And then you can only see the uh, assassin in the light. Because the assassin is dressed in black, right? Yeah. And, and Jack's Samurai in Jack white. And, white, and, Jack's so. in white. and isn't, he, isn't he got like his face covered yeah. up as well? Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking of getting that done as a possible... The whole on, thing. Uh, <laughs> as a flick book. Yeah. <laughs> on my body. As probably cut in half. As in the black side and the white side. And you've got Jack in the black and the assassin in the white. Possibly yeah. on my forearm mm. or on my calf. If not that... If you were pointing somewhere else, then I was like, start with C. <laughs> uh, or if not that, I would fill the gap on my arm between the Scott Pilgrim and Carnage tattoos with Swamp Thing. Uh, also done in the box. Like a panel. Yeah, yeah, in the panel. So it all fits together. Also done in the style of Rob Layfield. <laughs> I, there's another tattoo I want. I've always wanted for a long time. It's only a simple thing. I mentioned it earlier. I like uh, the comic series Love and Rockets, and there's just this little description of one of the characters, and she's looking. She's like 14 because uh, the comic, the characters age in real time, and she's spray painting something on the wall. It just says, "This is Hopi glass," and I think the speech bubble says something like, "The f- you want." That's all it is, but I love it, and I've always wanted that done somewhere as well. I also quite like the uh, pin badge Ricky got from a Comic Con of it's the Mario blue shell, yes. and underneath is the ribbon saying "f you." <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what the blue shell means. Yeah. yeah. No, no! I can see both of those tattoos on both of you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you were filming a Panels, Pixels and Pieces episode, and uh, Adam was watching behind me as I was playing Mario Kart, and I did that trick on Rainbow Road of, like, I drifted around the edge, and the back of the cart was off, and yeah. I somehow brought it back on. Yeah. And Adam was like, how the f*** I barely stay on Rainbow Road when I'm in the middle of the road, and it's straight. <laughs> yeah. That's tattoos, then. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Okay, so uh, Dan um, Butterworth is asking, uh, if you were a superhero, what would your origin and your powers be? Also, I'll just throw this out as well. Uh, also, who from the podcasts out of the four of us uh, would be your sidekick and what would their powers be? So, would you like to go first, Ricky? Would Would you like <laughs> me to begin? Because mine's probably going to be the easiest. Go okay. On. So, I prob- as Divito. origin style, I probably started a small business. And then it got up, running and running. This is not Wolf of Wall and my, Street. And my superpower is being a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and then my sidekick would be... The end. And my sidekick Credits. would be all three of you 
Oh, yeah, as my manservants. The end. So it's less of a superpower thing and more of a power trip. <laughs> <laughs> so Keenan wants to it's be a Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only um, without the hair loss and possible ca- cancer from the uh, kryptonite ring. Uh, I'm certain Bruce Wayne has said that, that him being rich is a superpower. Uh, I think that was Tony Stark. Maybe. One of the billionaires in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I, I believe I believe that was Batfleck. I, I think it that might, was just instead of superpowers be being rich. My I'd be the BMX bandit from Mitchell no, and Webb. No, because I know where this is going. <laughs> and Adam would be Jim Carner girl. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. That's my sidekick. Okay. I'd be Sir Digby Chicken Caesar. <laughs> so I'd. Be stopping crime by popping wheelies, bunny hopping over the bandits, and kicking their guns up their hands. <laughs> Shouldn't you be changing the uh, type of extreme sport you're practicing? Then? No. No. Because <laughs> this is fictional, Kieran. Yeah, not a real painful life. <laughs> and then Adam would be Jim Carner girl riding behind me on his on his horse. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go, Adam, what's yours? I don't know. I, I think it'd just probably just go a very like normal kind of comic booky thing. I'd probably like be some telekinetic guy. I mean my brain's big. Of course enough. you have the head for it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because telekinesis is like the ultimate superpower. I know it's the lame one because it's just you standing still waving your arms around. But I don't know. I walked into a, a hat shop and the, the, the hat was too small, crushed my brain and made my powers all, all <laughs> superpower. I just switched on some latent ability. And uh Ricky would be my manservant. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> 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 oh right, you chauffeur. <laughs> Only because you keep picking up. You turn up to my house all the time. I'm like, what are you doing here? We mean up, are we? <laughs> it's like the Green Hornet. <laughs> there you go, Trent. What's yours? Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Our last question is from uh, Ralph Lim. Uh, it's it's one that we probably gonna get our, our teeth into. Who do you think uh, should be the next uh, big thing for the DC extended universe, so the cinematic universe that DC put out? I know Ricky's question all the time because I kind of agree with him, but I, I got to think of something different. I'll let you go first, Ricky, with that one because I know otherwise we'll say the same thing. Okay, so like by the cop movie of Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that would That'd be, be my one. It would change, it would bring mood down from all those moody DC universe yeah. movies. It, it, works it, would, well it could well. be the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. You could have two uh, funny uh, people. You'd have a, a funny Batman in Ted Cord and a, a, and and a, a hopeless st- Superman. Like Star Lord, he's kind of like, would be. Booster Gold would kind of be like the Star Lord, yeah. you know, when when Star Lord's going around the galaxy at the start, going, "Oh man, and Star Lord," whereas Booster's be... going around trying to get publicity. Yeah, for it would himself. be kind of like Captain Marvel in a way, like you know the Nick Fury Captain Marvel dynamic in the film. <clears throat> you got your kind of straight man who's kind of also wisecracking, and then that idiot that just want to hit. Well, like, I know Captain Marvel's not the hit. she's the blunt instrument, isn't she? But she'd you'd have this goofball, this idiot who just thinks he's doing good and just hitting things and. And you could still have Billy West, Boyce and Skeets. Yes, yes. So that would be mine. I think you could put them up against some ridiculous uh, DC Universe villain. Like a C-lister that actually seems to trump them. Kite Man! Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kite Man or... um, Well, you'd be able to have Booster go through a lot of rogue gallery characters, but they'd all be like Z-listers as well. Like he'd boast about beating up uh, the Polka Dot Man or something like that, you know? Polka Dot Man's going to be in the Suicide Squad. So you'd have to look for even 
bigger ones like uh, King Ke- Tut. No, uh, <laughs> uh, the Condiment King. But he was in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, so people know who he is now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what I would go for. I'd go for a buddy cop movie, Booster Gold, and Blue Beetle. If they were keeping with a dark theme, I think either Swamp Thing, because mm. I just like Swamp Thing as a yeah. character, or uh, Dead Man. Yeah. I think Dead Man would be a really good one. And yeah. Adam could play Dead Man. I could be Dead Man. Like, <laughs> All I do is Adam put would some just show up in on. a morph suit going, I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me. You could be John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he can be dead man because already he no, nobody can see him <laughs> but I think uh, dead man would be a good way to tie in with mo- with how gritty the Justice League movies are of he- they could be shown up around so you can hang around with all the dead characters that they've killed like Batman's just broken millions of people's necks and he's like I'm in this guy that Bruce Wayne ki- I mean Batman killed but I was thinking more of like Martha and Thomas in the alleyway because that's, could, that's messed could... up Bruce I'm your dead mother <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where Adam draws the line. <laughs> I was thinking more just Bruce. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I was thinking more witnessing it more than anything, because he could just be traveling around because he he's lingering, isn't he? His whole movie is just watching all of the tragedies that have oh, befell look, other characters. They got families. the flying Graysons. They yeah. don't look like they can fly. Whoopsie Daisy. Wait, that happened to me as well. <laughs> actually, that's what actually happened to Buster Brand as well. But then they could use Gentleman Ghosts as a. Uh, bad yeah. guy or something yeah well they want to do the like the Justice League dark stuff as well so it would be a good shoehorn into like the the, the other universe as well uh, it could be like a whole it could be more like you know like um, it's dead man but it's you know, maybe a sho- well like yeah, shoehorn into the other dark stuff so that's why I was saying of him he's just been wandering and he's just Batman is someone that death kind of clings to yeah so it would he's make waiting sense. for him this way yeah like I don't have to save you have you seen the Justice League Dark animated movie? No. Of uh, they talking about like these spectres just linger around Batman, and it's like John Constantine is like right. s- could see them like. It's one of the few people who doesn't kill people on a regular basis in the DC un- yeah. uh, DC universe, and they're hanging around him. Like, what are they doing? Bored? Are they like, oh, is he gonna kill? Nope. I, I, th- <laughs> oh, I think oh, it's oh. like. Are they um, betting on him? Like, <laughs> this, this is the time. day snaps. This day snaps. <laughs> yeah. I think Constantine says like um, they've been waiting for him for years because he meant to have <laughs> died in the I was, alleyway. I was gonna say, or is it because he keeps jumping off of buildings and all he's got is muscles <laughs> as a superpower? And a tiny little wire. Yeah. <laughs> <They're>, ah! <laughs> ah! His arms didn't come out of the sockets See, again. That's, that's the thing. He's a billionaire. He's too rich to die. Yeah. <laughs> this I don't is think where I'm right. right that's, the... that's not superpowers. Do you know the worst one? In like, real life, he'd be like Lieutenant Dan, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, you got new legs. <laughs> Wow, um, one of the lamest like superhero, uh, like ethereal superheroes, probably be the Phantom Stranger, uh, or the Spectre. Even he's just floating around, going, "I'm not going to help with that." I'm above that, but we got a crisis on Infinite Earths again, and do you know how many Infinite Earths I've seen? I'm not going to help with that. Just drifting around, being big and in the background. Oh, it could be Hal Jordan for a bit. For every time he wants to do something, I'm going to go. Nah, you can't do that. No, no I can't do that. It's got yellow in it. No, no, it's it's a completely green world. And also, I thought you got over the yellow thing. Nope, definitely yellow in it. And wood. Oh, I can hear parallax coming. How can you hear parallax coming? It's in space. So, what would your one be, Mark? I think Plastic Man would be pretty funny. He's just he's just bonkers, and that again, that would be a nice lighter touch to the Justice yeah, League. Yeah. Yeah. They'd, you know, they'd be like the mask as well. Honestly, I just want to see them follow through with Deathstroke. Mm. Like, I was so excited when you, when you, we saw Deathstroke at the end of Batman vs Superman. Yeah, yeah. He's good in uh, Titans as well. And then 
they they did nothing with him. He's too busy playing D and D. He looks he looks so badass. But did you see that image of him in what looks like what is it? Batman's fucking ship. I don't know what it was called in Batman's fucking ship. <laughs> I think I think he, that's Bruce Wayne's. Yeah. Name, <laughs> I'm so rich. <laughs> I have a ship just. For <laughs> You know what I mean. Yes, we know what you mean. I don't know what what ship do you mean though? Well, like what in in Justice League they all. I just all watched all his... the bad parts of that film. All right, well, is it like his Batwing? Yeah, but it like it carries the Batmobile and they're all in it. It's it's in that it's that scene when uh, Aquaman sat on the he sat on the Batmobile, but he's also sat on the Wonder Woman lasso of truth, <laughs> and he's just talking about how hot. Uh, excuse um, me, I am here. I think we've hit the limit of Keenan and Adam's concentration. No, I was like, no, I, I haven't seen the film. So when you were describing it, I thought, how can he be sitting on two things? I, I get what you mean now. And I've he's seen, I've the seen the little, room. I've seen the little uh, twist at the end where I think he's with Lex Luthor, and he, he, he gets revealed properly. I think he's on a roof of some building. No, or something. they're in a boat. I think in a boat, the way. That's how much I paid attention. I think that's the end of Batman v Superman that Mark was on about. Yeah, Batman v Superman. Oh, I thought, no, Justice League. Aquaman's not in Batman v Superman. You confused yourself now, aren't you? No. No, he's talking about the vehicle in Justice League. And right. he's talking about the scene. But I it's don't know. probably the most memorable that you know of the vehicle. But I think it is just a massive Batwing, if anything. Yeah. Anyway, that flying vehicle, there's a shot of Deathstroke standing in the doorway. Oh, cool. I, I, I haven't no. seen that. That was that leaked online, and I, I've there's suspicions that it will be in the Snyder Cut. That's pretty cool. End of story. <laughs> I think Deathstroke would be uh, would be an interesting uh, movie. Uh, I know they keep doing the animated films of Deathstroke because they, you know, they can. But I think uh, there's a lot of uh, even the casual fans of the character now, and I think uh, I think he could probably have his own standalone because it would be you know it would be kind of like the Punisher or uh, or Venom, you know. Um, only a little bit more down the bad bad guy route. I don't know what I'd do. Um, I don't know. Venom bites people's heads off. Yeah, but you know, they're always the bad guys. Sometimes Deathstroke kills good people. Yeah, bad guy doesn't mean you have to be a bad, bad guy. guy. So, what would your one be, Adam? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Teen Titans. Again, just uh, something upbeat. Uh, maybe just it would just be like a, more of a teen movie as well. Just uh, like the formation of the Teen Titans. Uh, you know, because Batman and Superman are sick of their little wards and just but they've they've already made a movie have they teen titans go to the movies. oh yes yeah damn it yeah okay well i can't do that best one, movie ever it is the best movie ever <laughs> have you seen uh has everyone seen teen titans versus teen titans go no that's really good because <laughs> they they call all the different uh titans from different universes and they have the animal titans and beast boy is just boy <laughs> he's dressed the same but he's not green He's, it looks, I think he's wearing Lado's or something. It looks like he's just boy. <laughs> he just looks really out of place. Um, okay, I can't do Teen Titans then. I really don't know. Oh, J- JSA, Justice, just Society of America. That'd be really cool. Because you got Power Girl, you got um, Dark Midnight, you got uh, Kingdom Come Superman. Basically, you got uh, all of the classics um, from like the the earlier era, the Golden Age and stuff like that. I think that would be really gnarly. I know that's been done in the TV series a few times, but I think it's obviously that would make people aware of the characters. So, Thanks for that question, Ralph. Hope we answered it well enough for you. Uh, you could check out Ralph on his podcast, Snap, Crackle and Pop Culture. Uh, as you said, available um, 
wherever good podcasts may be. And some bad ones. And also where bad podcasts <laughs> may be. I think that's, that's all of our questions. And I think that's all of our... Uh, uh, falling off skateboards. Yeah, all of our falling off of skateboards. Tune in next time where Adam or Ricky will be in a full body cast, no doubt. Not from <laughs> skateboard injuries, just from being middle-aged. Boredom. Just... Yeah. Yeah. I, the worst injury I got recently, actually, was uh, I was trying to manual in my kitchen. And it's a very smooth floor. And it knows manual, like a manual normally, but I just decided just what in a I was working and I just decided I took a fifteen minute break and I decided a nose manual in my kitchen for no reason whatsoever. No, the corridor between my living room and my kitchen is very narrow and it's smooth as you, hell. You guys need to learn not to skateboard in houses. Yeah. I'm certain your parents probably told you this nope. when you were younger. No, because we didn't have skateboards. Skateboard. Don't ride your bike in the house. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that actually happened. Don't rollerblade in the house. Definitely happened a few times. Don't skateboard. No, never had a skateboard. Always had skateboarded outside when we had one. It was always somebody else's. But no, I uh, decided nose manual just for 10 minutes while I was on my break. And I just hit the floor. Kicked myself in the calf so hard. The board shot off and just hit the bookshelf. And I thought I'd broken stuff. Not my body. Like actual stuff. It was just Lego so I could put it back together. But um, thank goodness I have Lego everywhere. Not actual breakable stuff. But I kicked myself in the leg so hard. I got this massive, like, it must be my big toe or something. Massive big bruise on my right calf. And it still hurts. And a broken toe. And a broken toe, yeah. So, yeah. This has been the Justice League podcast with Adam, Kieran, Ricky and Tranta. Uh, You can get this podcast available on Stitcher, Spotify and any other reasonable areas and apps that you can find podcasts. Uh, You can also like and follow our page on Facebook at Justice League Podcast. We also have an Instagram at, at Justice League Podcast with underscores in between and a Twitter at Ju- Justice League Paul. And Adam's head is so big, he doesn't get nits, he gets monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I still like that one. Adam measured his head the other day because Ricky was buying a helmet. It turns out Adam's head is the same size as Ricky's, just in a different shape. <laughs> Adam's head is so big, it's bigger than your mama. <laughs> Oh, your mama fight. <laughs> Adam's head is so big. Okay, Ricky. No, we're not. Go on, go on. <laughs> I, I, got, I, I got one. Okay, go on then. Adam's head so big. No, we've done that one as well. <laughs> I remember these things. Adam's head so big it stores a lot of things inside of it. <laughs> it sounds like such a silly thing, but... I genuinely thought about this for about two years. On my fingers, you'd have to imagine this because I'm not going to go into great detail because it just takes ages to explain. I want the words tea and biscuits tattooed on my fingers in old English type. So it looks really badass. So it looks like love, hate or whatever. But when people ask, what's on your fingers? You go tea and biscuits. And they go, ha ha ha. No, seriously, tea and biscuits. I've thought about it so Yeah, much. but it's not going to fit. It will fit. I have, I'm, I was... Born in Gasainan, it's it's an inbred thing. No, you can have tea uh, and the ampersand on one hand, then it's gonna. No, 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 no. So across my right hand, from the the uh, the knuckle closest to your actual knuckle, it'd be T E A. I'll I'll put this up on Facebook if people don't understand how it works because you're all idiots. And then running across my middle finger. Says the guy about on about tattooing tea and biscuits on his hand. It's an interesting idea. Um, and then middle finger, third finger, and little finger on my left hand would have A and D. And then the fingers close uh, in the middle, the knuckles between the middle knuckles, oh. would be biscuits, basically.
running across the two hands. So B I S C E Y T S. I like that. Come on, I've thought about this for two years. 